0: hey welcome back to the field trip podcast my name is brent terhune this episode's going to be titled uh something on your little podcast app like uh weird job celebrities have paid people to do but before we get into our topic let's talk to our guest and co-host rena calm rena hello
1: well hello uh great to be with you today
0: yeah thanks for taking the time to be on the show uh and our that quick- was such
1: a such an npr like oh it's great to be with you like we're not gonna just <laughs> cough. but yes yeah love like a field we weren't trip.
0: talking for five minutes before uh <laughs> yeah. the, before we turn the mics on uh but yeah, rena you're a stand-up comedian you're you're an author uh yes. and you have a new album yes. out as well please tell people where they can find your your stand-up comedy album
1: Yes. Uh, I'm really excited about this album. Just came out a few weeks ago. It's called calmity is kind of just like the word I've been using uh, since I started as a play on my last name, which is my real last name. Uh, it just takes a lot of weed to live up to. I do my <laughs> best. Um, so I, uh, I have a website, rena where you can find all my stuff and you can find all of my links in all of my bios and I have a really unique name. So it's pretty easy to find me all over the internet, Rena calm. um, And uh, yeah, I've got some dates coming up soon. Uh, I'll be headlining go bananas in Cincinnati for the first time next month, August 12th through 14th. So really looking forward to that. And this weekend I'll be at the story Inn in Indiana. I don't know when this episode comes out, but I'll be there this uh, Saturday.
0: This will be out Um, afterwards, uh, but you you had a great show and a story, didn't you?
1: It was. (laughs) Oh, I killed it. (laughs) Uh, We love the story. Yeah, uh, I travel everywhere. I'm like a little uh, road hobo. Uh, I'm currently the only woman in the U.S. that's a full time road comic, which just means that I'm untethered and I don't have uh, a real address Uh, and I'm just gigging my way around couch to couch. Uh, But mostly uh, these days I'm staying in my converted minivan. And so that's been a whole thing. And uh, I, I, Hey, didn't, didn't I hear that you drive a Prius? (laughs) Uh, I've driven
0: several of them, (laughs) Marina, if we didn't say it before the mics went on, but uh, for the, for the, for the listeners, I've, I've had four, uh, Priuses. One of them, I hit a deer. Uh, but uh, as as you know as well as I do, as a comic, you put a lot of miles on your cars. So since I started comedy, pretty also, much had a Prius. So,
1: wouldn't they be Prii? I think, Yeah. I, the, I don't know. When
0: I look at the Prius forums, people are always throwing out that Prii, and I'm like, uh, I I oh. you know I don't want to be the the uh, the Prius expert in the forums. I'll just call it. Prius is you know
1: <laughs> yeah also like let's keep it American you know what I mean like come on we don't know how to uh, yeah. conjugate or multiply you know what? whatever I don't even know which word I need right yeah. now well uh, half, half the people when <laughs> they talk I used to have a Prius it was
0: I was gonna say mm-hmm. half the people when they talk Rena you, they'll say I I seen and uh that that I type seen. of stuff drives me crazy
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, I do, I do really hate when people in just when I'm talking to them use the wrong version of like your or their, uh, as I can tell, you know, I can just tell.
0: (laughs) And you you Um, can tell some people are so dumb, you know, they're saying the wrong one.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like, I can just hear it. Like, they're being perfectly kind, but I just it's actually it's very upsetting to know I'm talking to somebody so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I used to also have a Prius, pre we pre us. I used mm-hmm. to have one myself, and uh, I also had that converted the way that my van is now. The Prius was kind of like a, a first time effort at converting. It was a long story. What ended up me leading to me converting the Prius, but. If you would like to see a tour of a converted Prius and how I was really like road hoboing uh, out when I started touring, doing comedy on the road, you can find a link to my uh, MTV Cribs Prius tour, as <laughs> well as the link to my album in that link in my bio. So there's lots to look at. Uh, but it was fun, fun to follow. watch the,
0: the building of your the <laughs> videos. I, I think I saw them on your Instagram, but the, the building of the Prius and you're converting the... The floor for more storage and my uh producer wife yeah. uh you guys haven't met but my wife is all about the the tiny house shows the those types of shows so she watches the very beginning of the shows and then she fast forwards to the yeah. end she doesn't need the stuff uh-huh. in the middle but uh, i <laughs> all do
1: the lo- fluff. yeah yeah it's the fluff. The
0: but i do love i do love watching those those things because it's like such a it's such a uh a subculture of people how how they're living and they're not tethered to anywhere and and it's they've really gotten out of yeah. that uh, mortgage type thing and the commute daily commute and the rat race I guess is what I'm saying Rena.
1: well first of all uh I love that you call your producer wife which is like got a real like sister wife ring to it but it's <laughs> like you know I, there's I just the you one have by one the wife, way one wife yes. one producer but my producer was. Also, there's nothing more tiny home themed than cutting out all the filler of the storyline and build part of the episode and just seeing the beginning (laughs) and the results. Like, let's just cut out anything we don't need here, you know? Uh, So I love that. Uh, Yeah, the Prius camper was kind of more of like a, well, just a clip from life's blooper reel. I was going to get a van, uh, did a quick stint and. Tulsa County jail uh, for a weed charge, ended up having to spend money on that and decided just to convert the Prius. Uh, and so it was uh, very cool to have that. But as you know, like when you're traveling for comedy, you're a lot of times, you know, you're getting places to stay. And for me, I'm really uniquely lucky with how many people I am friends with that have stable lives and homes across the country so Mm -hmm. even though I had it set up to be able to sleep in it it wasn't like I don't want to mislead anybody into thinking that I was just like yeah really living out of my Prius because I've seen there is a subculture but some of them like you know what drives me crazy is like some of them have dogs like yeah I can't I mean granted my merch take my merch takes up a lot of space and they don't have that but like I can't imagine sharing a Prius with a dog anyway um well and it's, it's you want to have
0: a space for <laughs> for them to run and stuff and I don't know maybe the dog likes it I don't like you see truckers all the time and they're like oh I got this little dog with me and their buddy but I'm also like shouldn't you just let it run a little bit I, I
1: don't know well I mean I feel like somebody like that, that's like kind of usually like stationed up in a place in the country like the Pacific Northwest where you know you can free camp along the side of the road there's plenty of open places. doing and living on the road you're spending a lot of your hours driving long distance so my idea of car life or road life is much different than the average, you know van life person because I'm thinking about places I got to be more yeah. than what to do or how to spend my days yeah. Um, anyway, I'm the only hobo with a wardrobe and that brings me, uh, (laughs) brings me here to this moment right now. I'm pretty, it's been quite a journey so far, so I'm really happy to have had so many chances to go through the crossroads of America, Indiana, (laughs) actually, we met in Michigan. We met at the, yeah, no, but we didn't meet in Indiana. I think we met at the best of the Midwest thing in grand rapids probably i I
0: think that's what it was because i was trying to remember not not that i uh, i was like such a not memorable thing but i've met so many people and like it sometimes you can be friends with somebody on the internet internet for so long that you feel like you're already friends before you meet somebody really you know like totally and it was i'm glad you said that because just today i was like i wonder how we because there's so many people i'm like we've all it's the shining it's like we've always been friends it's it's you you know so
1: <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm glad you reminded me I've of
1: always been here
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well that was you know what actually I was thinking about it right before we chatted and about how like yeah I cause I think we were probably friends before that online and who knows it's, I feel qualified based on your last, further information to say that that's correct. That is where we met. Uh, but you stuck out from the Best of the Midwest competition to me because I believe it was like you and one other person that like weren't hanging out afterwards. So like I just remember like it's funny how your absence from the after party instead of like. I'm sure somebody who misses something has a mentality of like, you know, oh, like, at least I will feel like, oh, like, I probably missed out or they probably weren't thinking about me. Meanwhile, like the person who's there thinks of you as someone who's like, oh, they're too cool for this. Uh, I've never been too cool. cooler stuff to do.
0: I've sometimes been too tired. (laughs) Maybe that was.
1: Yeah. Well, Uh, I think being able to confidently admit that you'd rather go to sleep is pretty cool <laughs> I <laughs> think that owning that is a pretty cool thing to do
0: it's never been like uh that's that's it's always been the case of like i could do, go do this or i could sleep and a lot of times i've chosen to sleep unfortunately but then oh yeah there are other times that i said you know let let let, let me not take a nap let me talk to rena about the weirdest jobs people have been paid to do by celebrities.
1: Oh, and that's how you segue, folks. Uh...
0: <laughs> I'm I'm a pro. I, no, I'm that's, uh... wasn't pro at all. Have you ever had weird, like been paid to do weird jobs?
1: yes i've had some really weird jobs uh i mean comedy is my only job now and for the last several years um or lack thereof during covid but uh uh yeah i've done all kinds of weird stuff uh i don't know if you've had multiple i worked for a lawyer for a while that we had he put me on some real weird errands but yeah i also i've worked for a a uh, paraplegic uh doing like at home nursing care a little bit
0: uh, okay uh, was it was nannying, that like
1: w- restaurant jobs
0: yeah mm-hmm. i i i never did like that that type of the the real jobs i had before comedy where i worked at arby's for three years and then i went from arby's to the kitchen of a hospital and then i pretty much like I lived at my mom's house way too long, and that's how you facilitate a long comedy career as uh, is, is living with Man. my mom. Uh, and then uh so far, so it's so, so good. funny
1: to like hear that. It's just so funny to hear that and be like, Oh, Arby's for three years, worked at a hospital kitchen, was living with his mom for too long, and as a comic, my mind goes, Man, he really got it all figured out.
0: <laughs> he nailed <laughs> it. Um and yes. uh, and I did have those like uh those jobs in between I I drove for Uber for a while which I that's a job that I enjoyed I like I'm fine with not talking to people in my car but also I'll say hey how are you doing how's your day and then if they kind of initiate then I could I could talk but I'm totally fine riding in silence I I like both of those and you got to meet new people I enjoyed that job
1: I drove for Uber while and the actual job itself i enjoyed because i i like driving and there's something also that like i feel like it trains you to be um uh quicker with like uh, you know like using the maps and stuff like that because like even if you've never been to the place you're going you kind of have to act confident as the driver, you know, and yeah, that would happen in Chicago a lot where, like, you'd be like, Oh, I know how to get where we're going, but then you go underground on like one of the like lower wacker streets or whatever, like underneath the city, and you lose all your service. And people are in the backseat, like, Do you know where you're going? And you're like, Uh huh, but you have no idea. Uh, <laughs> that's fake confidence <laughs> but anyway. Now, then you like, give them
0: the, the dark yeah. night tour, and you're like, Here's where they flip the 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 big tanker for the joker here's where this happened down here whatever
1: <laughs> like i i've had some good yeah exactly gotham I've had some like really cool conversations with people in my car but i've also really come to resent like being forced to make conversation with people like in those situations and uh, i guess i'm more of an introvert and also, I think there's like a difference too, as like being a woman, like the kinds of conversations people would try to have with you yep. are just offensive and uh, dangerous. <laughs> and- oh, for sure.
0: You're, you're like a, a lot of times it's you and the writer and yeah. sometimes you are in that underground, you don't have service. So for, for me, I can't imagine the stuff that was like a person would say to another person and and thinking that some of that stuff is going to work. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, the other thing for me that made it really, truly hard to enjoy that job at all was that I was leasing my car from Uber at the time because I didn't have a car before that. And I had like horrible credit score. And that was just like my best slash only option for getting a vehicle, which I only wanted a vehicle to be able to start doing road shows, And so I leased a car through Uber, which turned into just like a trap. You have to pay them so much money. Anyway, Luckily, somebody hit that car while I had a passenger, and even more luckily, the uh, insurance company that I was dealing with was so bad that Uber was just like, "Yeah, you can just give us the car back. Don't worry about it." They're like, "We're
0: good." Yeah.
1: They're like, "The only thing is, like, you can't drive for Uber again, and unless you pay us like the outstanding eight hundred dollars you owe on your car payments." And I was like, oh, "Okay, bye forever. <laughs> like, yeah, I will, like never. No problem. Bye. I'm uh, out." Yeah. <laughs> enjoy never getting that from me um but i i had picked up like postmates at that time and postmates i will say this postmates was i liked better than uber because nobody was in my car so i didn't have to keep it like spotless or anything and also um you could do Postmates, I found out, all over the country. Mm-hmm. So I was doing little Postmates errands while I was touring and I didn't really have merch at the time. So and I was doing like free shows. So when I started touring, I was definitely, you know, making some gas money on Postmates.
0: For sure. Yeah, it's a gig you take anywhere, along with the gig you're already there to do.
1: One time I brought coffee to the mayor of Denver, uh, who, you know, not a bit, not a cool thing really, but that's a, (laughs) that's a pretty normal thing to want somebody to do, I guess, but
0: yeah, well, it's all, it's also, (laughs) everybody is like, did you, have you ever picked up or brought anything to anybody famous? And you could say the mayor of Denver, apparently.
1: Well, I waited on some famous people like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I waited on, um, jason Veritek from the red Sox. okay none of, the, none of them asked for anything real weird though the i worked for a couple of years for an attorney in chicago and that had that feels the most relevant to this topic because <laughs> that was not normal
0: <laughs> well i i, I do want to say this topic came about like i saw it was a it was a news story about a month ago or whatever and you you may have heard this but Uh, I didn't know that this was a job that somebody could have, but apparently it is when you're working for Snoop Dogg, uh, but he has a, a professional blunt roller. Did you know that?
1: Oh, I think I'd heard that. And that doesn't even seem that honestly doesn't seem that strange or extravagant for Snoop Dogg. No, no, not at all. Like if I had a blunt roller, that would be insane. yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know, I also don't really like blunts, uh, <laughs> so it would be like, wow, I don't know why I'm doing this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, that makes sense. It feels like he, even if he's not trying to smoke weed all the time, everybody in his posse, like, which he is, first of all, but yeah. everybody in his posse is just kind of like expecting there to always be blunts passed around. It's and, kind like, of
0: the yeah, the character, the, the myth that comes with Snoop Dogg.
1: Yeah. Like you kind of, kind of maintain that. So that doesn't shock me at all. Uh, and I I hope he has a good one. I hope, I hope his blunt roller has benefits. Uh, I'll say that. Can we take a quick second to say, I'm sure a lot of these people, celebrities hire people, like probably don't have like full-time employees with like salaries benefits. I don't know how all that works, but all I know is that I worked in the service industry for so long that, when I finally got like a real job in an office and I was so excited to have benefits, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize until I got there that that's just a bill. It's just (laughs) you, it's not a benefit. It benefit would be like, Oh, they give you healthcare. Like, no, you, they're just like, here is where you pay your bill.
0: Yeah. Here's your, (laughs) at your, your thing. That's yeah. Your bill that's coming with it. Well, I can tell you that the, the guy that, that is the, the, the blunt roller for Snoop Dogg, he makes 40, thousand uh, to fifty thousand dollars a year and that's after snoop dogg gave him a raise due to inflation um oh, that's nice and and i guess it's a it's a coveted job in 2021 snoop dogg said he has uh up to 81 smoke breaks a day is what he said
1: whoa i wonder if each one of those is an entire blunt that'd be crazy that
0: is it's i imagine it's it's probably not just him you know it's whoever's around but man i don't like i just don't know how one could be that high and still function because he's on every other commercial it's either him or or shack are on these commercials he's hosting stuff he's still doing concerts like i just don't know how one can function being that high
1: but that i I guess you build
0: up to that you know
1: and it's also the vibe. It's like the whole, everybody, I'm sure everybody around him is smoking that weed. And I wonder how much, if he spends 50 grand on just a blunt roller, I wonder how mm-hmm. much he spends every year on the weed itself. And I don't want to, I don't want anybody to hear this part of the podcast. So if we could just say this in secret here, um, yeah. I think it's pretty wild and cool and weird that like inflation's out of control now, right? But the cost of weed has not gone up in, like, 20 years. <laughs> I mean, like, the Yuka Eights are 50 bucks average, like, everywhere since I started smoking. And that's, I mean, kind of cool, but also, like, whoa.
0: <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Wait, the what? Arizona tea of illegal things. It's not, yes. the price is not gone up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They start wow. just doing like regular size cans, like the shrinkflation of Arizona iced tea.
0: Yeah. Even, when when the, the dollar menu has gone away and the $5 footlongs and the $5 hot and redies have all gone away, who's been there for you, Rena? Uh, Arizona iced tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, here's another one. Uh, CeeLo Green, you know, from the song Forget You and Crazy and all that stuff. But apparently he's had some extravagant... uh things when it comes to employing people uh he's had a, an employee uh reportedly placed chewing gum in his mouth uh for the musician and and that may seem we- weird but that's not the that's not the weirdest thing he's also had like a professional like sweat wiper i guess when he's on stage and i, I you, you know know I'm not-
1: what i i gotta i'm sorry his like that is something that ugh. Okay, I've been seeing all these videos of like moms and babies being like, oh, can you lift both your arms over your head? Imagine if that was your whole head, but like then they do it to their baby and that is a baby's body. It's like their arms just like barely, it's like that's the size of how big their head is. Uh huh. CeeLo Green has got, I'm not saying a baby shaped body, but he's got, <laughs> I feel like not a, I don't feel like he can reach all of his sweat based on how he's built.
0: Yeah, like he's so put the gum in my mouth and wipe the sweat. That's all about the same area. Yeah. So he, you know, he's got the the physique the physique of a newborn. And yeah, it,
1: but it's also his mouth, and there's something about his build that makes me feel like he knows how to reach his mouth. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, I totally get. It. Oh, it, it. he he even says he's like I've been such an oddball my whole life uh he says i like to dress uh, to match my luggage uh if my if my luggage is black i dress in black if it's red i dress in red i is
1: shaped like an odd ball i mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh just a like a weird like i don't i don't want anything to touch stuff that's about to go in my mouth you know what i'm saying maybe maybe if you like peel the wrapper back
1: no, I don't love that at all. Uh, I, I definitely like stuff. I don't like anybody touching things that go into my mouth. But also, like, not to turn this into a different direction, but I have heard isn't CeeLo Green like canceled for doing something weird where it's like, yeah, he probably does let people put stuff in his mouth because I don't know. Heard, I don't know.
0: I'm yeah. I'm googling CeeLo Green canceled.
1: I mean, have you heard anything besides the last hit he had was uh. Like the fuck you song, right? Sorry, can we swear Yeah, you on can this swear podcast? on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Forget You. I th- it was crazy, he had, and then Fuck You came out, was like the hit of the summer, and then nobody heard from him again. And I think he got like canceled. Plus, I was watching him on whatever show he was doing. It was some like uh the voice or something like that, one of those shows. I think it was mm-hmm. the voice and he just has like the presence of a transformer that's like mid human to car <laughs> transformation <laughs> i don't know
0: it just I, maybe one of the th- I, I i guess this is not a maybe it says celo green's reality show canceled a day after tweeting uh apparently something to the effect of it's only uh rape if the person is conscious
1: Yeah, it was something like that, that it was like, I think it was also like that happened around the time of like everything blowing up with Bill Cosby. So people were probably like, yeah, no, uh, hey, yeah, (laughs) heard you're you're driving around town with a passed out chick. Forget you, you know,
0: (laughs) it's uh, let me he's like, let me go ahead and drop the coldest take of this year. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, yeah,
1: so, I mean, I really did like those two songs. And actually, Gnarls Barkley, like, I liked that whole album. So it really bummed me out that, like, he, he sucks. But yeah, anyway.
0: Well, he, here's somebody else that apparently sucks, according to their, their, uh, I guess, personal assistant. I don't know if you're a Lady Gaga fan. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, but I, I mean, prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I guess uh this lady uh her name's jennifer o'neill she's she sued uh lady gaga for four hundred thousand dollars and unpaid overtime wages and some of the stuff that she had her do like she she needed like a personal nighttime cuddler
1: what uh no. it said
0: it includes uh, sleeping in the same bed with her because she did not sleep alone asked if she thought that snuggling up in bed with her boss was a, uh, qu- a quote required aspect of her job she said uh, I felt it was
1: well um, that's got to be something you discuss in the interview process because like that's got to be crystal clear
0: yeah she she yeah. says I didn't have my own hotel room I had no privacy no chance to talk to my family no chance to talk to any friends no chance to have sex if I wanted to have sex
1: That's so wild. I mean, like, there's no way that Lady Gaga couldn't afford, like, I don't know, a freaking heated blanket because...
0: uh, Yeah, a weighted blanket. like, a weighted blanket. Yeah.
1: Both. You could get... She could have all the... Like, I... The thing that's, like, tripping me up about that is the fact that, you know, sex work, whatever, but, like, cuddling is a real intimacy thing. Yeah. And, like, I can't imagine just, like expecting a human another person to be that is weird i mean like a masseuse okay you know what i mean there's like plenty of things you could hire somebody to do that are reasonable but that's like i think it's like as intimate as like therapy but somehow more intimate because it's like the the yeah. Wow. Your bodies are doing the communicating. Like well, that's so weird. you could feel the
0: heat from somebody. You know, like yeah, it's a very there's there's no like not making intimate it intimate. You know, like this is what it is.
1: Plus, it just... I mean, like not paying them a, a lot of money. Like, I mean, I have a feeling like if she had paid this person her overtime, like we never would have heard about this if she had just been paid appropriately. Yeah. Like.
0: And the, the, the wow. thing is, Lady Gaga had something to say about it, but I, I do I, I like the music that I've heard. And I I couldn't tell you that I've seen a lot of the stuff she's acted in. But everybody is like, oh, she's great. But I guess Lady Gaga said <laughs> everyone's she, all
1: goo goo for Gaga. I know.
0: Yeah. She told the Hollywood Reporter uh, calling uh, O'Neill her uh, uh, assistant, she called her a fucking hood rat who was suing me for money that she didn't earn. Whoa. Uh, it, Uh, And so i guess the the case was eventually settled uh for an undisclosed amount
1: when was that
0: um let me see the 2013
1: okay yeah because like i couldn't imagine the lady gaga who sang at the inauguration and is now like an artist in a ball gown i couldn't imagine her I mean, whatever people do when they sleep at night, I don't know. But like, I couldn't imagine her calling somebody a hood rat now.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the the lady that helped Liza Minnelli uh, at the whatever award show it was, and was so kind compared to let me call her a fucking hood rat.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I saw a star is born, and it was fine, mm-hmm. but also like it. I just yeah, and I like Lady Gaga, but like yeah i don't know it almost seems like i just i you know what i don't like is when people are fake okay
0: yeah i'll 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 back you on that i don't like when people are fake
1: don't back me like you're cuddling me because i'm not <laughs> gonna pay you for that
0: sorry okay <laughs> i'll be out in, in the adjoining hotel room uh billionaire uh larry ellison uh so this dude's worth like 75 billion dollars and uh, I don't. I think he attempted to purchase the L.A. Clippers, uh, and he, you know, owning an NBA team, uh, the article suggested uh, it would be right in line for such an extreme basketball fan as Ellison to have a, uh, a basketball court on his yacht. So, but I guess a big problem with it is uh, you're playing basketball on the yacht, some of the balls go off the side of the boat, and rather than just buy a whole bunch of basketballs, uh, which you'd have to rebuy after they fell off the boat. This dude uh, paid somebody to follow the yacht in another boat to get all the basketballs out of the water. Whoa!
1: Okay, so wait—he bought the LA Clippers.
0: I think he. I don't. The, I think he tried to. I don't know. This article, I'd have to look it up actually to see if he so, bought the LA then, Clippers. Like, but he was such a basketball was, fan.
1: So who was playing basketball on the boat? was it I him gu-
0: i guess him and and whoever his guests you know
1: it's like you're talking about the second yacht, the ball the gopher yacht mm-hmm. you know that's what we called my brother when we were little he i feel so bad now has like now i mean <laughs> he's the one who's like paying the bills to let me crash here at his apartment you know in wisconsin mm-hmm. so he's the one with a real never mind comedy's a real job but he used to <laughs> He was the youngest, so we always made him play the gopher. You know, it's when you go for this, go for that, and yeah. we thought it was so funny. But it's like, what a mean, shitty, like every day. <laughs> did you Did you
0: ever consider giving him his own boat and have him following your yacht?
1: Yeah. I mean, if we were in that lifestyle, we would have absolutely made him trail us on the second yacht and pick up all of our <laughs> leftover fun. Yeah. If that was how we were rolling, we were just in the driveway, but it, you yeah. know, we made him run all over the neighborhood. And I can only, but like what you're saying, it's like, I wonder if he, if he wasn't playing basketball himself, then like I'm imagining he's like also purchased people to play basketball just for his entertainment yeah uh, i don't know know, and the
0: next step is like hunting and he'd be like you know the only the most dangerous game is a man and then he's hunting like i can't just imagine being that that rich enough to like you pay somebody else to follow your boat with a boat
1: that's like a real thing that I mean, you've seen, I think that's like the premise of the movie, The Pest, John Leguizamo's. Uh, I haven't
0: seen that in a while.
1: That's such a good movie, man. That one slaps, but at least from my memory. But yeah, I, we used to love that one. And it was like that, like they all get like basically hired to be hunted. And he's so annoying <laughs> that like he wins the hunt just by being okay. annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Yeah i don't know some of these are these are just getting this like is like oh okay somebody uh got paid to wipe the sweat or whatever roll blunts and then it's just like turning into human trafficking by the <laughs> end of the episode yeah
0: yeah <laughs> well and he, uh, here's somebody that i i hope wasn't human trafficked, but well,
1: you know that celebrity jeffrey epstein uh... yeah
0: <laughs> well anyway. you're are you familiar with uh fonsworth bentley do you know that dude no but that name is cool uh well he was like the the guy i think it was in a lot of i know he was an outcast video but he's probably in some of uh puff daddy's videos or p diddy whoever it's but he was like the assistant to puff daddy
1: okay um
0: and he was photographed like holding an umbrella for for diddy and he, he said that picture was the biggest marketing campaign that any That any unknown has ever launched he said Uh, jay leno talked about it regis and kelly talked about it time newsweek people whatever uh and that's like he floated down in the outcast video with an umbrella (laughs) i just remembered that
1: life has changed so much where like that used to be like whoa like a guy in an umbrella and like things have just like devolved so much where now it's just like the bernie looking sad in a folding chair with mittens thing (laughs) like we're really depressed now uh (laughs) yeah you
0: could really tell our viral that that was like viral before viral now it's bernie just like all right let's get this over with type thing you know
1: yeah also like that had to be you know that had to be like the 90s then.
0: Uh this was like 2004.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this conversation just came up the other day of like when Outkast and Hayek hey, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
0: even like that was like parodied on the Chappelle show that that was he dressed up as this dude and floated down from the ceiling like it even says in this article which most of these are coming from ranker.com uh but uh it says he was so popular from that he like he had his own music career because you know how famous somebody is that you're just seen with them and now you have your own music career
1: i mean but that was like a thing where now like it's i mean going viral is like you know you never know what's gonna pop what's gonna go viral but back then it was stuff like the closest i mean there was like a couple of video sketches that a lot of people saw but then there was like william hung yeah and uh things like that where it was just like an america's got talent audition that went weird or like that was the equivalent of like a meme and you were like
0: probably better off being like william hung than getting like fourth place yeah you know (laughs) like i i couldn't tell you who got fourth on whatever season but i know that guy's known for being bad at singing you know
1: I don't think I also think there's something interesting about how like because when he's holding the umbrella was it raining
0: I think it was a sun type thing okay because that's
1: what I'm that's where I'm going with this because I don't think that's that extravagant or revolutionary or wild because I feel like there since the dawn of freaking like high society there's been like people standing there fanning you or providing shade or whatever like That's in like, I mean, like even like ancient, like Jewish wedding ceremonies have the, you have to hold up a tent. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's something about that that's not weird at all. And also it couldn't have been that controversial because I remember around that time, I'm also just thinking how crazy it is. It is that like global warming was at a place where, you know, 15, nearly 20 years ago, Somebody could just hold up an umbrella for you because they weren't going to die from the heat. <laughs> yeah, now it's like nobody's like, yeah, we can't really sacrifice people for that. <laughs> so, but back then, I remember doing the only time I've ever been a movie extra was on the set of The Breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah and we did it at Wrigley Field and I and it ruined movies for me. I won't explain why, but uh just like the behind the scenes like oh, movie magic, dead forever, but Yeah. I remember him being so personable, which also might be like a social disorder cuz he was kind of trying to talk to like everyone and that was probably like very annoying for John Favreau and the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh Jennifer Aniston had somebody who between takes was not holding an umbrella, but holding her hair up off of her neck and just like fanning the back of her neck. Cause it was okay. pretty warm out, but like, yeah, that late and she didn't talk to anybody. And I just remember thinking like rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that she had to, but I just, he was so nice and she was so like, not only not talking to any of the extras, but like had a human holding her hair up to fan her neck and like, okay, bitch
0: yeah the two extremes right there in front of you yeah and and uh back to Fonsworth bentley he's like I, I i he was like i was i was never like a butler i was like a personal assistant so he of course he held the the umbrella but this he's also uh getting phone calls fetching coffee uh all that kind of stuff packing and unpacking his suitcases so that's the less glamor. Nobody gets famous for like carrying somebody's bag type thing, but apparently holding an umbrella, that's what that's what did it.
1: Well, he must have also looked really cool doing it cuz there's no way that somebody was just kind of like, "Wow, look at that guy hold just holding an umbrella." Like he probably had like real swag about it. I don't know.
0: He definitely when you google Fondsworth Bentley like straight he's got a a vest, he's got the bow tie like you I'm could, looking this like, up
1: right now. Yeah,
0: if you kind of like look at him, you could look and be like, "This guy is somebody." I don't know what he does, but he's, he's somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, bow ties were really having a moment back then. I feel mm-hmm. like Andre Three Thousand. You know, we were just talking about them too, and yeah, I just that makes sense. That all makes sense. Yeah, yeah of his, course. His
0: name's also Fonzworth Bentley. Right, like that's a. <laughs> You don't tend to forget that name, you know.
1: I want to know how many followers Fondsworth Bentley has. Wow, 186,000 <laughs> followers on Instagram. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild.
0: Uh, well let's for let's him. transition first from some music to to the NBA, something I know even less about. Oh,
1: good. We're on <laughs> the same page. <laughs> yeah,
0: well the, uh, a guy named Nick Young, um a uh, basketball player and i'm trying to see in this article who he even plays for but uh uh i think la maybe anyway a 2015 sports illustrated profile the la lakers star who goes by the name swaggy p that's uh, that's copyright infringement that's also my nickname
1: oh uh, wow
0: yeah uh and the the profile included some unique information pertaining to a 6600 square foot mansion in california one of the nuggets uh of intel was that he had a standalone building on the property uh and what she called his shoe house to store his vast collection of sneakers uh he employs well, not one me. but two people uh he calls shoekeepers, who oversees his 500 plus pairs of shoes a collection of that includes uh vans fitted with roller skates um and then he he also, he's like, it's like my little tree house for, for sneakers, is what he said.
1: Do they have to, like, live in there full time? <laughs> like, they're not allowed to leave the shoe house?
0: Uh, Probably, like, working in shifts or something, just making sure that uh, you know, nobody disturbs the shoes.
1: That doesn't honestly seem that weird to me. That's just protecting the assets. You've got so many, I mean, like, back then we were watching all these shows that, I mean, I don't even know when this was, but they're like all the MTV cribs and yeah. uh pimp my ride stuff. The pimp my ride stuff, they're both like staged as hell. Mm-hmm. But the, the pimp my ride stuff was like especially staged to the point where, like, yeah, those cars don't run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, forget the fact that like the celebrities make their houses look a certain way for cribs and like might embellish things. There's yeah, the the cars didn't even work on pimp my ride, but I think that it's just honestly, like, that's a practical person. If you're going to invest in that much of a collection of anything, Mm -hmm. yeah, you might as well pay for the maintenance of it. I always think about, like, if you go to the rainforest cafe, like the macaroni and cheese is like $17 and it's just Kraft mac and cheese, but somebody's got to dust all those plastic ass plants, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They got to pay for the for the the water fountain over there in the corner. Apparently, yeah,
1: somebody's got to, you know, Windex, the gorilla's eyeballs, and <laughs> you know, whatever they do.
0: Well, and I'm not like a shoe guy, you know, but I, I just know from like talking to people that are sneaker heads and watching documentaries and stuff like some of this stuff is like they do a lottery so you can even win the shoes and then whoever wins those lot those lotteries. We'll put a lot of them on eBay, and you could just see how ridiculous some of these prices are for shoes. So if he's got five hundred pairs of shoes, that's like one of those things where I'm like, you know, you could you could invest in the stock market, but also, have you thought about Nikes? <laughs> you know, because like yeah. some of the stuff is only gonna. It's like Legos. They say is a great investment because. the price only goes up for legos i feel like some certain sneakers are the same way where it's like they're only going to appreciate
1: man why couldn't that have happened for pogs i hung on i hung on to my (laughs) Pogs through thick and thin and i can't i think it's like beanie babies like man i didn't have beanie babies but i had pogs and i had vhs tapes and i feel like like vinyl still plays really well Mm so people are probably like that could appreciate in value maybe but like vhs tapes are garbage now uh and yeah it's just interesting to think about
0: even even the superior technology of like a blu-ray dvd like stores barely even carry that kind of stuff anymore
1: Oh well, Blu-ray I thought was crazy because like DVDs had just come out, and then blue like everybody just got a DVD player, and then they brought out Blu-ray, and it's like all right, yeah. you know what? You can pretty much go pack it into yourself because yeah. that's crazy. Like well, nobody. The,
0: and now there's 4K DVDs, so it's like, and the and even then a lot of people wouldn't even buy the physical media, right? So <laughs> it's it's hard to tell what's what's going to have staying power, as far as like a collection, you know.
1: Man, I wish that I had somebody just to pay to like hold me at night and <laughs> handle handle my merch display. That's all. No eye contact. Yeah.
0: Uh... <laughs> I need you to dust my extensive Hummel collection. Yeah. Uh, the well... thing
1: is, like, I like driving, but like, I don't. I, they have, they would have to be in the van with me. I can't afford a backup yacht. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they, but I would want them to like not be like hide in the back.
0: Yeah, I I I definitely like my alone time, and that's a perk to being a road comedian. Yes. Uh, well, we go from one sneakerhead to uh, not a sneakerhead at all, but there's an interesting thing about shoes with this next guy. But it's uh, Prince Charles, uh, reportedly has a personal undresser.
1: Ew. Uh, you know. <laughs> When you were doing the shoes segue, I was like, and you said Prince Charles, I'm like, oh, he would have some weird sick foot thing happening. But like, no, it's his whole body.
0: Yeah, yeah. apparently like uh, the the, uh, from the Daily Mail is that Prince Charles reportedly never has undressed himself or even picked up after himself. The Prince of Wales apparently has a team of uh, valets to take care of all of that for him. And in fact, one of the valet's duties allegedly includes ironing the prince's shoelaces for when he takes the shoes off.
1: I mean, has anybody thought about the fact that maybe it's not like an example of wealth or somebody being spoiled as much as um, an example of the long-term effects of inbreeding? (laughs) Like, this guy can't even pick stuff up that he drops. He doesn't even... I mean, yeah, what if it's just centuries of inbreeding and, yeah you know, he doesn't know how to take his pants off
0: also who who has ever looked at a pair of shoes and been like those would be nice if the the like they didn't have wrinkly ass shoelaces on there
1: yeah that's like i don't know how you feel about like folding underwear but like no yeah to me it's like get over yourself
0: <laughs> well even a producer wife and i we threw out all the socks that we had and we bought like two or three packs of the same socks Cause we, we wear the, both the same socks. So now that's like even matching up socks, we don't have to do that because they're all the same.
1: That's some real alpha energy right there. That's like, I mean, I don't know if it's alpha energy. I was looking for a different, like, what's the equivalent of what's the Greek letter for foot? Uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea but it's like now we're we're very in sync when it comes to that kind of like if you can just cut out the sock matching time it, it allows to you know to let me iron my shoelaces a little bit more you know
1: oh for sure i mean god you can't just i'm always worried about like my makeup i don't even have time i i just i just wear sandals Cause I can't even, I can't, I have to like bring a special charger for my shoelace iron uh, <laughs> to keep with me on the road, a steamer. Yeah. Um, but you know what the thing is uh, not to brag uh, uh, because of all the times I've worn sandals on stage. Uh, somebody absolutely made me a wiki feet page. So, Oh uh, really? I I just want to assure anybody who is listening at this point, since I've mentioned it uh, that I didn't uh i didn't hire anybody to do that or give permission uh it's definitely that had to be a lot of work and nobody got paid for it so i just want to make because i feel like some people specifically people that my dad emailed think that like i did that for myself Mm -hmm. like oh just whatever it takes to network out there uh so Mm -hmm. i just want to if anybody's listening um yeah I, d- I don't know how that happened <laughs> and, and I don't love it, but it is on the link in my bio.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is? okay, cool. <laughs> I, I hope you get like some, uh you know, eight eight by tens printed up of your feet and just si- sign them. And let's, let's, I think you should capitalize on this. You should well, sell some.
1: I put it in my link tree because I mean, I found it on the internet and I was like, well, I'll be damned if I'm not going to get whatever heat this is yeah. bringing so i i'm sad to admit that it does have more clicks uh my link tree has shown that more people have clicked on my wiki feet page than my album but uh the numbers are not bad for either
0: <laughs> not after this episode i'll tell you that much <laughs> god damn it
1: god damn it
0: <laughs> we have a couple more uh, justin bieber apparently has a lot of uh, handlers that uh, handle uh, specifically his food and drink uh, like
1: taste testers
0: No, just like hold it, I think, because according to Bill Hader, when when Bieber was at SNL, Justin showed up with like 20 guys uh, and he added he had a guy holding a slice of pizza, a guy holding a Diet Coke going around stage. You're trying to to fight through all these people to get dressed. And there's just like these food handlers. So like not even like, oh, I got his whole meal right here. It's like, let me hold this Diet Coke. Let me hold this slice of pizza type deal.
1: It's like he started so young that he literally never learned how to like hold his own food up. He's had somebody yeah. feeding him the whole time.
0: It's it's very like, you know, when you see somebody blow up and they're young and then they're just that way for their whole life. Part of me's like this. This dude's never going to have to like or learn how to like make his own doctor's appointment or whatever, yeah. you know, but then part of me would be like. I would trade my life for that right now. Let me get a Diet Coke holder right now, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Also, like, SNL, like, Bill Hader, why don't you, like, relax? Because, you know, that's a stressful environment. And maybe SNL could do more to have, like, I don't know. I know they probably have, like, craft food services. But maybe put it in the form of, like, one of those hamster water bottle things where you just, like, go up (laughs) and nudge it. And, like, some Diet Coke falls out and whatever i'm okay. all for that i'm gonna get yeah. some
0: installed here in my office just walk up to it and start drinking out of the diet coke dispenser <laughs> uh oh, yeah. ludicrous had a guy just to hold the batteries for his game boy apparently was which that is his- ludicrous
1: was that his fantasy
0: i guess <laughs> uh, according to uh, a brief snip- uh, snippet in the Catherine and uh ross Petra's 2009 book, "Unusually Stupid Celebrities: An All-Star Compendium Compendium of Stupid," which that's where the book you want to be featured in is "Unusually Stupid Celebrities." Uh, a member yeah. of his uh, of his entourage was once asked what he did, uh, and he said, "I do the batteries." the employee wow. reported indicating that he was specifically in charge of ensuring there was always a supply of charged game boy batteries on hand for when his boss was struck with the desire to, uh, to play.
1: I mean, I mean, it's just so funny. What was luxurious or like extravagant back then was yeah. now, like if you're like, Oh, you're playing on a game boy. Like, are you? Yeah waiting for your bus like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i guess if he's like on set or whatever like now it would be like a nintendo switch but uh that that book is from 2009 i think and then there was an interview from 2004 he told the video game magazine ig and he's like to be real with you this is from ludicrous to be real with you i don't even get to play video games as much as i would like to i used to be a video game freak But that kind of, uh, I kind of like ease back. So he's, this guy's making movies or whatever, but nowadays it would be like a Nintendo Switch of like, he's in between scenes playing or whatever. Don't you think?
1: No, I feel like nowadays it would be like a smartphone. I feel like there just weren't smartphones back then. And like, he's probably just on his phone now. And also no offense to Ludacris, but I bet he has plenty of time to play games. (laughs) 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 I'm sure it's it's At the time, it almost had the vibe of, like, when you go to work, because I worked at, like, Grubhub for a while, and it's, like, it's one of those corporate offices where, like, they have the fun room that's, like, yeah, we got the pool table and the foosball table and the VR headsets, but it's, like, you're not allowed to spend time in there. (laughs) Yeah. At all.
0: These are for to lure uh, employees in.
1: Right, but, yeah, you're not allowed. Uh, You have 17 minutes for lunch. Hurry Uh... up.
0: Well, and yeah. more to your point, this the he probably has a guy around now that is like make sure the phone's charged or whatever,
1: yeah, and like
0: handles that kind of minutia stuff. But also like the Game Boy, it's like you handle the battery, so you're just a dude that has double A batteries
1: pockets yeah. full of
0: them like it's it wasn't like a hard battery to find it's a double a battery
1: yeah notice how nobody knows that guy's name because he wasn't just like standing in the background looking cool with a bow tie and a vest and like a handful of batteries yeah like-
0: <laughs> i'm the battery man um and we'll wrap up with this one are you a fan of the singer pink rena oh yeah okay well uh apparently she has a little ritual before her shows um, she says I usually drink a couple beers and do my makeup, and I also make my best friend grab my nipples and that gets me uh, good to go. So apparently it, I this was in a couple different lists that I saw, but she has like a a nipple tweaker to like twist her nips before she performs, I guess, which is not a ritual well, of mine.
1: That's not something I've ever tried, but I will say I have to I have to make a distinction here. Because this is not an account of a former employee. This is her saying she has her best friend do it. That's true. So I don't think that's necessarily something she's paying for. <laughs> <laughs> well, an,
0: another like list was it didn't list uh, the friend, but she says she has somebody on staff do it. And that's that wasn't her saying. That was like another account. So maybe it's like a friend. And maybe it's like, hey, she, I hired my friend so they could be around one of those things
1: me and my friends when we had a show we used to do this thing before the show sometimes called whiskey slaps which is when um you take a shot of whiskey and then somebody slaps you okay (laughs) and uh uh yeah i mean that was just kind of like i don't drink anymore so it's wild to even like imagine that like oh yeah like let's hit each other in the actual face um yeah but i don't know that had a that has a real that doesn't shock me to hear about pink and like me personally, like I feel like that would really throw me off, but I don't know. I also like she'll do like performances and the trapeze and stuff like that. I'm still stuck on it being her friend thing, because that is like, if you had hired somebody specifically to do that, like uh, lucky them, maybe, I don't know. I'm a breast man, but also like, I feel you like and that's... me
0: both were the same person. Apparently. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like that's like, that's something that's like clear. Uh, 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 like the cuddling thing with Lady Gaga still has me tripped up, but I feel like Pink is talking about this. Like it was a friend and like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's that honestly, you know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like that happened maybe a couple of times. Yeah. And she mentioned it and then they've just like, oh yeah, she has that every before every show.
0: Yeah. It's, she said it a couple of times and then I somehow put in several applications to be the guy that did that and then i've not heard anything back
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's so weird if that's,
0: uh yeah just if that's uh, not
1: a job if that's a job why can't i why can't i twist pink snipples i'm qualified <laughs> yeah
0: i've i've worked a radio before i know how this works
1: um
0: <laughs> and I, I i that on that list there was a uh, pink but i did I forgot about Rod Stewart. We could talk about Rod and then wrap up because it's kind of appropriate. Spare the Rod. Spare the
1: Rod. Spoil the child.
0: Uh, Rod Stewart has his own room darkening team. Uh, There's nothing more important to the singer uh, than getting all of his sleep, apparently. So uh, this means he cannot have any natural light or artificial light entering his hotel room before a show, as this could keep him awake. So... He's hired uh, his own team to go to locations before he gets there and darken the room. So that means taping up all, all the windows and all the all the cracks or light could get in. So it's just an all pitch black room.
1: Man, I just like the way he said all of my sleep as if we're all allowed at a certain amount every mm-hmm. night. And like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get all of my sleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, does it take a whole team? I, I guess like, it would
0: two people tops, like.
1: Yeah, if it's like real tall walls or something, I don't know. It seems like that's the kind, or if you need it done like really qu- expeditiously. If he's like, yeah. oh, we're almost there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that seems. It seems like one of those things where maybe he's been famous for so long that he doesn't know how easy it is to just like, turn off a light and put on an eye mask.
0: Yeah, and and like take the the one of those hangers that has the clips on them, and then clip the the curtains shut.
1: Yeah, or I don't know, like also all I can think about is like him stumbling in the total dark and like hurting himself, or I don't know. Maybe actually, you know what I'm thinking of now? Maybe he had a bad experience with trying to handle his own. Like, forget the curtains and the extra dark. Even just like the light switches. Maybe he had a hard time with one of his outlets or light switches. And that's why his hair looks like that
0: uh, all the time.
1: Yeah. He
0: he just woke up and stumbled to the light switch. And then they're like, you're on now.
1: Yeah. Go. And it's been like that for decades.
0: <laughs> well, that that's uh, the my list of celebrities that have paid uh people to do weird things for them, Reno or
1: not paid them, Gaga, you know? Yeah.
0: No, apparently yeah. not paid them. Um, but let's uh let's get out of here and let's let's do your plugs one more time.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, hi, hello. <laughs> hi, I'm Rena Calm, and that's <laughs> where you can find me, rena calm.com, Rena Calm on Instagram, or specifically at Go Bananas in Cincinnati, August 12th through 14th, the year of our uh Lord, not Lord like up above, but Lord like the musician, because you know, like the singer. Tastes yeah the year of our (laughs) lord uh 2022 (laughs) that was a real long way to say next month the 12th through the 14th in cincinnati
0: yeah so i would uh urge you to check out uh reena's album and yes uh, that yes it's a brand (laughs) new album and it's like uh i think this is your first album correct
1: It's my first album. I do a lot of wordplay and puns, which is why I have a book of puns. But I'm really thrilled about having that first hour recorded as you've you've had a few hours recorded now, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like once you get the first one recorded, you can kind of, you know, see how that works a little bit. And, you know, like I'm excited to work on the next chunk well, and for you,
0: it's probably you You put all the stuff on there that you felt was worthy to be on an album. So in a way, it's just, like you just released a best of essentially, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there's some stuff from my more recent travels. It's, I was going to record before COVID and then things got, you know, a little bit delayed. So there's it's definitely been shaped by my experience of like traveling Um like living on the road during and before the pandemic. And then um, yeah, I mean, then you got to play the hits. Definitely recorded my first album without a couple of my favorite jokes uh, of all time on there. So.
0: Yeah. You wanted to just get them out and then on something. So maybe you don't have to say them anymore if you don't want to do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, I've been trying to retire my horse pussy joke for a long time and it's actually not on the album, but like, it, that's you know some of these things you might get sick of them, but the audience never is. So don't Google that. By the way, you can look up anything else we talked about, but don't Google horse pussy. Long I story was short, yeah, my I, pinky
0: was hovering over the enter key as you said. <laughs> don't Google that. So it's in
1: the link. It's you can you don't have to Google it. Just all you need to do is follow me on Instagram at rena calm. The link in that bio has my wiki feet horse pussy MTV Cribs Prius tour <laughs> and a way to order my Calmity album.
0: Well, Rena, thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.